Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the family with Ellie Nick, Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, and Andy Brampernard. Catherine will not be here today because she's taking the dog to the doctor. So that's Poor good. Jude. The dog doctor. Poor Judy. Poor doctor. Jude. Jude. What's a dog doctor? Doctor. Doctor. Like Andy got it. Okay. Boy, look at the time. <laughs> we'll be right back. Kick things off, family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Hey, Tommy. Still got the cone of silence? Why are we whispering? Because at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan, we're having a secret sale. I have a question. If it's a secret, how do people find out about it? Yeah, I see your point. Missed it by that much. Okay, here's the deal. At Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we have our sign and drive, not one dime out of your pocket lease special on a new Rogue all-wheel drive or an Altima all-wheel drive. So it's a Walzer sign and drive, absolutely nothing out of pocket? Leave your checkbook, credit card, Venmo, PayPal, everything at home, zip. So what's the payment? That's the secret part. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or BurnsvilleNissan.com, type in KQRS in the search bar, and all shall be revealed. Seems like a lot of jacking around. Well, KQ listeners have been really good to us, so we thought this was a nice way to say thanks. Besides, winter's coming, and all-wheel drive will be really nice. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or Burnsville Nissan and type in KQ. I guess that's not so bad. Wow, high praise. Is that Sprinthal? Why, yes, it is. See, Sprinthal <laughs> and his lovely wife. She can belt out a tune, man. I will tell you that. I mean, his guitar playing sucks, but uh, yeah, yeah. I like his the new the voice calls it up. He says high praise at the end. Yep. <laughs> high praise, baby. High praise. Cracks me up. So basically, looking at the uh, 
looking at the news for today. Do we I, have to? No, because I tell you what, I, I brought this up. I got to the um, the morning show about 20 minutes late today because I forgot to set the alarm because I couldn't sleep all night. I Me didn't, neither. I, I didn't sleep, sleep all night, Tom. Not all night. Neither well, did well, Catherine. wonder why. I didn't sleep all night. I, I always sleep. There's a new moon. Is that, mm. what, is that the story? Because no, I didn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I was up all night, and I always sleep. Monday, was it a new moon, though? Last night, I didn't I sleep know. at all. No, I didn't I either. Slept. I never went into like a sleep, like a dream sleep. I kept waking up. And... No, it was a new moon. The moon is currently at 0.7%. Oh, so there you go. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Is that why? I don't think it's why. I got why. the worst night's sleep ever last okay. night. Samuel L. Jackson or somebody said it best. Mm-hmm. People accept the fact that the moon is responsible for the ocean's waves, but mm-hmm. can't consider it responsible for people's behavior. It just is ridiculous. No, they've always said you react to a full moon. I know, well, but a new moon. I, I mean, it's weird at all. But not, sleep. not a you new moon. Yeah. I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep. Well, I didn't sleep because I made the mistake of watching the news before I went to oh, bed. That was a huge mistake. Yeah. Seriously, I well, I had to because you know, I, I didn't watch it, but I uh, I talked to Don from my pillow, and then of course uh, Mike Lindell went on Anderson Cooper, and Anderson Cooper railed on him and. Yeah, it's just. Why would he even go on there? You know they're going to. That's a great question. I don't know why he went on there I, because he just he's trying to help people. That'd be out. like Anderson Cooper going on Fox and Friends. <laughs> I don't think they go after him like Anderson went after him though. I like Anderson Cooper. He's been on this show. He's been on the morning show. I you know I don't know him, but I've talked to him for many years. Nice guy, but I guess once they get that uh, tip from Jeff Jeff Zucker is the whole problem with CNN. That guy's nuts. He's the one who destroyed NBC. Well. All I know is Nick Sugarman got paid. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> that is exactly right. That kid's one of the richest kids in the United States right now. Isn't he, isn't he at like about $200 million or something now? Yeah, he's more than that. It's more yeah, than he's that He's got now. like 15 more stations that are going to pay him. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear it. I am too. Nick Sandman. Oh, good, Nick yeah, Sandman. Good, yeah. good for him. Yeah, Nick, Nick Sandman. Sandman. I, I couldn't him. agree more. He didn't do a damn thing but stand there and smile, yeah. and he's the bad guy racist. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Got, they like, tried to character assassinate him so bad. Million. Oh, did they really? Jeez. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know it was that much. And well, then, the, the more important thing York about Pop- that. Post gave another $200 million. The more Jesus. important thing about those rulings is that they are precedent now. Yeah, they are. So if someone tries to character assassinate you, you can say, look, they. Yeah, Providence. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. They said they gave it to Sandman. You did the same thing to me, therefore I'm entitled to that. And yeah. most judges, you know, they're going to say, Can I, I sue all the right. TV stations in town? That'd be good. Except, except for City Pages, they'll still do it. Well, they God, don't have any do money, you couldn't sue them. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing to sue for, they don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, who did they go? Oh, I, I had uh, uh, Catherine Kirsten on the show this morning. She writes for, I mean, she's been in, in liberal publications, conservative publications. Uh, she's part of the American, what is it called? The American. Not the American Institute, but the American Project or something like that. Yep, I remember that. that. They're very conservative. But she's also appeared for two years on NPR. She's done it all, right? City Pages, the only one goes after her, says she's the worst person ever. Born. Of course. Uh, what is wrong with City? You're not real writers. It's not a real newspaper. Shut up, yeah. for Christ's sake. Well, the web editor there is one of the biggest bullies in Minneapolis. Who is? Oh, God, yeah. The web editor. Who's that? His name is... Uh, God dang it. Uh, 
It's uh, not that Steve guy still, is it? No. He was there for a long time. He hated my guts. Oh, God, did he hate me. It was wonderful. Let's see. There's a reason for me to live. Jay Bowler. Jay Bowler. He's the biggest bully. Him. One of the biggest bullies in Minneapolis. Is he really? Oh, absolutely. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, he bullies. He, he doesn't, he, he, but he's such a coward. He gets some. He does it, and then he gets somebody else's that he pays 20 bucks a story and puts their <laughs> name on it. That's a Because he's such, he's such a coward. I don't know. I haven't read that thing since I. I think I wiped oh, my butt. No one reads. No one it. reads it anymore. Trust me. No, nobody reads that thing anymore. I. I did, and it was really great because you know my friend Paul Meat Sauce from K Fan. Yeah. He got picked as like the media personality of the year or something or whatever. And I got. God, you should be so embarrassed that that <laughs> thing picked you as the best thing in town. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to see him in about two hours. But in any case. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing that I love about media, by the way. I've known Meat Sauce since he was 16 years old, right? He's been a good friend. I love the kid. He's a great guy, right? Oh, no, you compete directly. It's like, settle down. Calm down, right? I don't know how much longer that's going to go on either. It's a radio thing starting to wear on me. Well, you got seven more years, buddy. <laughs> Six years and ten months. Get it right. Six years and ten months. Oh, boy. No, it's, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, so so he was picked like the the radio man of the century, or I don't know what the hell it was, but I was I had a good laugh out of that. It was like, oh boy, city pages, you want to talk credibility? <laughs> now we're talking. I think the last time I won the the Twin Cities Reader was the, was the last poll I ever won. That was how long ago that was. So it all works out in the end. Now let's go around the table uh, and find out. Andy, Alex, L.A. You guys still own the Mall of America? Mm-hmm. You do? Good. Glad yeah. to hear it. Uh, you're behind on the mortgage. Uh, so um, I don't own the Mall of America. <laughs> you don't own the Mall of America? Not me. Do you believe that the Mall of America is behind on their mortgage? Well, I like to know well, how. Well, they were closed for... I know. But, yeah. I, yeah, but, no, but I like to know how because if you... I, had, I actually owned the space or rented a space in the Mall of America for years mm-hmm. and... They get so much money, oh, it is God, insanity. Yes, they do. They, well, yeah, they charge were, you for everything. Yeah, people were still paying their rent. They charge yeah. you for Even everything. when they were closed, so how are they behind on their uh, If mortgage. you want to put a little sticker on the floor, it's $1,000 a month. Oh, my God. If a you, month? Oh, yeah, month. If you want to put... What? Yeah, they offered to put little, little things on your business on the tables in the food court. It's like $3,500 a month. Oh, good God. How much are they behind? Uh, it says here the mall uh, reopened in June and is slowly getting back to normal, with the majority of its stores in Zendor Theme Park, Nickelodeon Universe currently open. But the mall's owner is several months uh, late on the mall's $1.4 billion mortgage. And they own the Edmonton Mall, too. I wonder if they're yeah, behind they on that. They do own that one, too. Well, they, you know what they'll do? They'll just let it rank up. If I was a great excuse, then they'll fire, file for bankruptcy. And it'll all be gone. Yeah, it'll, it'll all, all be away. gone, and they just—that's what they do. God, nobody pays their bills anymore, do they? It's Tom. It's it's file bankruptcy. That's if, what they if do. If you're very wealthy, most very wealthy people do not pay their bills. Really? Nope. So will they just stiff everybody? Yep. And they say, "Take me to court." Oh God, it's so. Because so... the average Joe Schmo can't take him to court. He couldn't afford it. We get buried. Yeah. They'll Isn't bury you sad? in paperwork and lawyers. But it is common, especially in the restaurant business. Really? Yeah. Oh, they build out restaurants. Most of those contractors don't get paid. They they'll, don't? They'll get paid, they'll get paid a, like a dime on the dollar in oh, the end. Oh, God. Unbelievable. They'll settle. Wasn't that just sweet? 
It's the way so, it works. Who does the owner owe, owe the mortgage to? The bank. Um, MOA's owners have fallen three months behind on the payments for the mall's $1.4 billion mortgage, the largest delinquent retail loan in the country. Some of the Bloomington Mall storefronts continue to sit dark, and not all tenants have been able to fully pay their leases. Uh, The mall's owner, Canadian conglomerate Triple Five Group, risks losing part of its stake in the mall and another large shopping mall it owns in Canada, the one you were talking about in Edmonton. Edmonton Mall. As its American Dream Project in New Jersey has been plagued with delays and has yet to fully open, it uh, doesn't say what bank they owe the money to. Yeah, I wonder, because that bank's got to have... It's got to be pretty big. Well, it's probably Bilski. <laughs> That's what North I'm American saying. Banking Company. North American <laughs> Mall of America. Bilski will be owning Mall of America <laughs> next time. <laughs> oh, boy. Among other things. I'll tell you, I, 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 I went to court with Mall of America because I sued him. Oh, yeah. And... They came out with like an eight-man, eight-lawyer team. Oh, they did? <laughs> I was suing them for like $5,000. Oh, they came my out with an God. Eight-lawyer eight, eight team. No one sues us. It's a little, a little <laughs> over the top, don't they think? <laughs> Jesus. Well, it was ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It was ridiculous. What do you think? Because they said no, no one sues us. That's That was their, their motto. You like, know, no one will sue us. I have not been in the Mall of America, I bet you, in at least three years. Oh, I haven't been longer than that. I may, and maybe it is longer than that. I, there's just nothing out there for Longer me. than that for me. The problem is, they, as soon as they let the thugs run free out there, I'm like, I'm done. I was in them all every day for a year, and I opened up my spot, and oh yeah, it had enough of that. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think when I went there. We went there for Dan's birthday last year because we went to Nickelodeon Universe. Oh, there you go. Fawn wanted to ride on roller coasters. Funny. And, yeah, we'll go back once COVID Actually, Quiet I take down. that back. I went for a Super Bowl. Oh, did you? Yeah, for the ESPN well, Super Bowl had their thing there. I went to Benihana at the Mall of America when the Super Bowl was here for my birthday because my birthday was the day before the Super Bowl. Yes. And I could you I could not get in, in anywhere. anywhere for months. <laughs> Places were booked up. And it was like, Benihana, the Mall of America. I'm like, sweet, I love Benihana. So we went there. And Benihana's it was good. There were so many Eagles fans. Mm. Oh, and really? That was so obnoxious. No, not Philadelphia. There, there was literally a guy in That's hard to believe a, full, there, LA, Nick. a full suit that he had made out of a textile that just had eagles, eagles all over oh, it. My God. And in the middle of dinner, he stands up and goes, Fly, eagles, fly! Oh, and all these, God. and like people were just looking at him, and I went, Shut up! Might have been a little drunk, maybe. <laughs> they're, the, they're the nicest assholes in the world. Yeah, there you go. No, now it was we're just, talking. Yeah, everybody was like singing, and I was just like, I'm just trying to eat my dinner well, for super, my birthday. But it was Super Bowl. I know, but it was like, it's my birthday, and everybody's so... Like, the Super Bowl kind of took <clears throat> over my birthday. And it was... That's palindrome. Like a, that's like having a birthday on Christmas Day. It was the palindrome. Oh, two, two, yeah, 2-2... Two, two. 2020. 2020. Oh, yeah. No, Palindrome was this. No, yeah. yeah no, the 02, 02, Yeah, yep. I know, yeah, the but the Super Bowl wasn't here last year. No. Wasn't it? No. Year before. Yeah, it was oh, 2018 so when the Super Bowl was yeah, here. So it wasn't the same. This year, okay. your birthday was the Palindrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, zero, two, But zero, I was like, two, two, zero, I remember two, that year being like, there's lots of things happening around my birthday. 
It was mm. and Groundhog's Day. Yeah, of imagine course. having your birthday on Christmas every year and people get nothing. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, Melissa <laughs> and her brother and her dad all within a week of Christmas. Oh, I have, right a, I have a lot of I have a lot of friends. One of my best friends, her birthday's on Christmas Eve. Yep. And then another one. So weird. The twenty nine. I always get my birthday present when it was on Christmas present. Like this is for Christmas on your birthday. Because ah, <laughs> I'm a couple day week after Christmas. Well, but what's so six really, months? What's and what's nine months before Christmas? March, the late March. What's late March? It's not Valentine's Day. Is Nothing. It? No, no that's Valentine's Day is February. February. Are you kidding? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's April Fool's Day. How do you ah, not know that? April, oh my May, God! Uh, April, April Fool's. 14th. I told you I wore a condom. Andy, <laughs> it's April Fool's Day. There well, you why go. would that? It's April Fool's. It's not they exactly they, like a the sexy holiday. I told you I took my birth control, but I really didn't. <laughs> April, April Fool's. Fool. Gotcha. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Guests coming up next with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy. Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. I want to. I want to call and find out when I was born. I don't even have those records anymore. Yeah, they do. You can find out what time you were born. Uh, have you met her? Yeah, she does. <laughs> met Catherine? Yeah. Your mother will know. No, very don't believe it. I we, do. We took like I an have... hour convincing her that West was West <laughs> from oh my your God. house. That you were her kids? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that. Yours is easy to remember because you were born like right on the cusp of daylight yeah, savings. Saving. Yep. It, was it was like indeed. within an hour mm-hmm. of daylight savings. I was saving. born 2 a.m., I believe. My mom told me. 7.15 at night for me. I have a friend that's very intra- into astrology right now, and she wants to do my chart and stuff. And she's like, what time God. exactly were you born? I'm like, your guess is as good well, as it, it makes if you're a daytime person or nighttime person or a morning person, you know, when you were born. Ladies, yeah, no, I know. I is it. Dr. Keen with us? Yep. Dr. Oh. Christine Keen, how are you, Dr. Keen? Good. How are you? Marvelous. It's really I, the timing of you being on is a wonderful, wonderful thing be all in raising kids for success in sports and life um i've been watching a lot of old television shows dr keen like you know because there's not a lot of new stuff's being made i think in september some of the new stuff starts coming out but right now it's not a lot and i cannot tell like penn and teller had a show called bs it was the full word but it was called bs and one of the things uh that they called bs on was the nuclear family Mm. And they said that, uh, you know, there's just no need to have a family. There's no need to have dad around, no need to have mom around, that the kids just kind of run free. And, you know, they got the whole deal about, you know, gay marriage and all that, you know, the, the, the two women, the two men or whatever. And I think as long as you got 
a couple of parents is better. I had one growing up, Dr. Keene. My mother raised me uh, and my six brothers and sisters because my dad was hospitalized because he was nuts. But in any case, my mother and my older sisters really took care of raising me. My brother-in-law did as well. Um, so being all in, I love talking about this. Soccer star and Olympic gold medalist Christy Pierce-Rampone uh, and sports neuropsychologist Dr. Christine Keene share the best practices that athletes, parents, and coaches can use to turn the lessons learned through sports into lifelong skills. There's a perfect example right there, making what your children do important to you as well, doing it properly. Instead of just taking the kid and throwing them out on the, you know, the, uh, the pitch or the field or wherever, um, it's still really, really important to raise kids properly, isn't it? It sure is. We yeah. wrote the book because we saw a trend in uh, pressures for kids in youth sports today and a trend toward getting our kids involved in all kinds of trainings and elite teams and taking away from family time and family responsibilities. Yeah, see, that makes that makes total sense to me. Um, sports offer a vital path for children to get healthy, self-confident, and social. In be-all-in three-time Olympic gold medalist, World Cup champion, U.S. team captain Christy, and sports neuropsychologist and brain health expert. God, I should talk to you. I need brain health more than any living human. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right now. Seriously, I made a huge mistake last night, Dr. Keene. I watched the news before I went to bed. Oh, my God, what a mistake that was. That's never a good idea. Oh, my God. Seriously, it kept me up all night. Just the the world right now. So um, one of the great thrills I have is uh, my wife is not here today. She usually is, but she's taking our dog to the the vet. But our son Andy is here and our daughter Alex is here. I love working with my wife and our children. We spend a lot of time with the grandchildren. I, I just... Are we losing some of that grip that the family has? I shouldn't say grip, but, but it feels to me like it's a nice, tight relationship. I, I love my mother, my brothers and sisters, uh, my wife, our kids. It's a huge part of it. Are, are we kind of turning our back on those relationships a bit now? You know, I think a lot of us saw this being quarantined. Yeah. You know, a lot of people talked about, wow, we, we start having family dinners again. Remember when we were writing this book, we were talking about, you know, loading the kids into the car, going to practice, kids have dinner in their laps, some are doing homework on the way there. And we really returned to that. We're, you know, everyone's home. We're finding activities to do as a family. So certainly I think we've all found that, that we've gotten away from that. Yeah. Very busy, hectic lifestyle, raising kids and, and feeling like we have to put them in all of these activities all the time. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I love, I just was reading through your book, uh, a bit, and I, I just love a lot of the points you make. That uh, being present, being authentically present in everything you do, I think that's a huge thing in life, is it not? And and, and I'll uh, listen to your response on that, and then I have one more question tied to that. But that is huge to being being authentically present, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about. I'm sure you have stories, and your friends have stories about you know, parents on the sidelines yelling or oh, yeah. uh, talking back to coaches or refs. And, and are we authentically present when we do that? What are we teaching our kids when we do that? So we talk about ways in the book that uh, parents can model the behaviors they want to see in their kids. Yeah, see, that makes total sense, being a good example, in other words. 
Um, and, and that's one of my... Yeah, and I'm not sure parents think about that. Yeah. You know, all the intentions are good. We're all out there wanting the best for our kids. But then, you know, what's the end game there? So what do you guys think? The, the, the kids are here. The son's here. Andy is my son. The son, Alex, is my daughter. Catherine's not here, unfortunately. So what do you think of that whole deal? Do you think your mom and I gave you, uh, we're all in to, to support you and help you? Did we do that? No. Don't be making a face. We got Dr. King. She just turned on me. Uh-oh. They just figured out you guys were their parents like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. I, I think that's the whole deal uh, for me. Well, let me tell you how it affected me, Dr. King. To this day, and I was born in 1951, so it's been a while, but to this day, I will listen to women much sooner than I listen to men because women taught, told me my whole life, what to do. My mother, my sister Bobby, and my sister Vicky, the three women in my life, told me how to act, what to do, and all the rest of it. So I literally will tell men to leave me alone, but if a woman comes around, matter of fact, at work, where I work, there were two men, the general manager would tell me what to do, and I'd go, forget it, I'm not doing it. Then the program director would go, well, you got to do this. And i go, no, I'm not doing that. And then they had a uh, woman, they had a promotion coming, she go, Tom, you got to do this. And I'd go, okay. I mean, that's how bad it was, Dr. Keene. I, I think that the grandkids... Some women would say you're a very smart man. <laughs> yes, it's a possibility. Dr. Keene, I'd like to ask you a question. Do you, do you think that sometimes the, the grandparents of the kids usually get the better deal of the parents than the kids got? Oh. Because to do, me, I... Do they usually get the better deal? Like, they, the use, they get more out of the, the original parents than the kids got. Like, I see people be more active with their grandkids than they ever were their kids. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think, you know, pressure's yeah. off the grandparents, right? They're, yeah. they're not having the same worries, <laughs> and so they get to enjoy all the, all the fun stuff. I well... Mean, it seems like they right? put a lot more into huh? it than they did with the kids. You're definitely more active with the kids than well, you are but with But you have to understand us. something. Yeah. What, let me let me try to my save, parents are. Let me try to save myself from this whole deal. <laughs> when Andy's thirty three and Alex is thirty one. Back twenty five years ago or even thirty years ago, I was getting on airplanes every day to fly to Chicago or New York or Los Angeles to do voiceover. I was in town only about a couple of days a week. Uh, then, you know, uh, it got to the point where I'm doing a morning show, doing voiceover all day, doing interviews mm-hmm. all day. So I, I was not around very much until the kids were about 15 years old, 15 and 17 I, I, years and old. And I also think the culture has changed. Yeah. I mean, when I was a yeah. kid, my parents were not, nobody's parents came to practice. I mean, I, I rode no. my bike to practices. And a lot of parents, they weren't at all the games. There wasn't all this pressure to be there. Now we see parents even sitting through practices. So it's really a different world, I think. I think that's a trend we've seen really change with how involved parents are. And I think the world we live in today is a bit different, so they feel like they need to be more involved. You know, they're afraid for their kids. Oh, and everybody takes, like, I have two children. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And, yeah, like at swimming lessons, people are taking videos of their 18-month-old mm-hmm. just sitting <laughs> at the side. Yeah, it's like taking, it's, and like clapping and everything. I'm just like, right. they're just waiting in a pool. I don't know why. Yeah, Christy and I both <laughs> have 10-year-olds, and, and the 10-year-old soccer games yeah. are probably the more vicious games we've been to in terms of oh my God. parents yelling and 
looking more like a World Cup event. Well, a tie-in there, I have a nephew. I'm his godfather, and he's my nephew as well. His first hockey game in Minnesota, Dr. Keene, Minnesota hockey's a very huge deal up here. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like the football sure. of the South. Very big deal. Like the football of the South, exactly. So I go to see one of his games, and there was another. Now, this is 10-year-olds. What is that? Is that peewees or something? Yeah, Ten, something, yeah. These are 10-year-old hockey players, right? So his game is the second game. I'm watching the first game, and the place is packed. And uh, a, a goal is scored on one of the teams. Some of the parents started booing. Ten-year-old. <laughs> a ten-year-old. Oh They're booing a ten-year-old, Doctor oh, Key. Oh boy. Not surprising. Yeah, I'm not surprised oh, either. No. I just signed no. my two-year-old up for soccer. Like it's just like a little soccer shots, like run around, act crazy, kind of you know, get outside and socialize type thing. I will not take it seriously, but I'm interested to see if any parents are, like, going to take it really seriously for two oh, years. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you'll always find that right yeah. now. And I think there's a lot of that, like, FOMO, um, a lot of, because of the social media. We're looking at other parents and we're saying, am I doing enough for my, my child? Mm-hmm. Am I, did we do enough training? Do we need to get with a different team? So I think that that's uh, starting to become more and more relevant earlier and earlier on. I am ho- uh, hoping so. We're, we're talking to Dr. Keene about be all in, raising kids for success in sports and in life. Uh, with invaluable insight into parenting behaviors that may derail children's performance despite best intentions and concrete strategies for teaching accountability. God, I love that, Dr. Keene. Accountability has gone out the window in our society. So I yeah, love Yeah, it was one of the hardest chapters to write. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> We were accountable to write this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. But it's uh, something parents ask a lot about, you know, like, you know, at what age are they responsible to text their coach? You know, I can't come to practice. Or, you know, you, you want to go to a sleepover instead of uh, soccer practice. And do you let your child do that? We kind of, we, we all get there at some point because we're so overscheduled with the sports. Yeah, I suppose it is true. Teaching accountability, confidence, self-efficacy, resiliency. Uh, it's fun. Now, I do want to ask you about that. Do you, do you have a couple more minutes? I don't want to keep you too long. Am I holding sure. you? Okay, a couple more minutes would be good. Great, wonderful. Um, I noticed something. As I said, I was born in 1951, so I'm not of the, you know, the current generation, or I guess two current generations. But when I walk up and down the building uh, halls here in this building, which we, we just do the show every day, when I walk up and down the halls, I can guarantee you if someone is under 30 years old, they will have earbuds in and they'll stare at their phone the entire time they're walking down the hall. That's all downtown Minneapolis. Oh, my God. It, Dr. Keene, these people are so disconnected from the real world. It's scary to me. That makes sense? Yeah. I mean, that's it's common. Uh, I think... I think what's changed is so much of your occupation goes into uh, checking emails, checking your yeah. social media. So I, there is a reason to be on the phone during a work day. I I'm think sure. in this so town, it's really though, shifted. it's actually insecurity. People aren't even really on the phone. They fake it. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, you know, there, there is that. Like looking, like looking busy. Yes. You know, people get addicted yeah. to looking this busy. This fake in this town. Yeah. All towns. But we really, we talk about it in the book about, we call them performance accelerators. That's a good term. I do some work with um, mindfulness in the workplace, and we Mm -hmm. talk about 
purposely putting little five-minute breaks in your day from everything. And then, you know, there's some research that shows it actually makes your, you know, to have that reboot of the brain, it actually makes you more efficient. So, so I, you know, the chapter is yeah. called uh, Slowing Down to Speed Up. I do five-hour breaks a day. There you go. <laughs> Break from what? Now, now that's efficient. I do a five-hour break every seven hours. Yeah, he does, by the way. He's not making that up. That's an absolute fact. That's some schedule. Oh, God, he's a disaster. Let me just point that out to you. It's, it's just the way it is. But uh, we have to have you on again, Dr. King, because, as I said, Catherine, my wife, is not here. Nobody is bigger into mindfulness than Catherine. She just... Okay. She, Oh, you too. Oh, so I'm sorry. My my <laughs> wife and our daughter. I'm for both, sure more into it than she you're is. You're in, more into mindfulness? Yeah, she's into it, but I'm like, it's like a huge part of my life. So it's just paying attention and understanding, as she said, accountability. You go down the list. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think it's a great idea. People should well, be it, accountable. Well, it inspired the title of the book because Be All In comes from being present in, in everything you do um, in all spheres of your life. All so right. the, the mindfulness really influenced why we wrote the book. I think it's wonderful. Dr. Christine Keene, the book is called Be All In, Raising Kids for Success in Sports and Life. Yeah, we have to have you back on when Catherine's here. She would love to talk to you. Oh, I would love to, absolutely. We can talk about mindfulness, sure. Yes, sounds perfect. Thank you, Dr. Keene. Thank you. Have a good day. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Bye. Yeah, Catherine would love her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ma, your mom would love her. I, I'm just a bit concerned. Oh, God, we got to take a break here. Never mind. We'll be back, and, and I'll be concerned about something in two minutes. <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, this 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We're back to the show. Thank you very much. Oh, God, I tell you, it's very funny because I love Dr. Keene. I thought she was terrific. Liked her a lot, and your mom would like her a lot as well. Um, basically, let me ask you guys a question. So accountability. There is no accountability for anything right now in uh, the United States. People don't want to be held accountable. People lie constantly on the news. You watch the news, they will lie to you like there's no tomorrow. It's amazing, isn't it? And nobody's accountable for I, anything. I can't even believe some of the stuff. That I they say. can't either. The, the stuff that's just and a flat-out lie. It's even stations that you think would be oh, a yeah. bet better than that. I couldn't agree more. They're not anymore. Nope. Even Reuters and NPR, they're all the same. They're all say stuff. You go, what? I know. <laughs> what? It's like that's not even close to true. Oh, it drives me nuts. But that's the whole deal. Uh, by and, and, of course, they use that old slogan, by any means necessary. Yeah. That's their deal. That's what, What's that guy's name again? That uh, The guy from Chicago? 
uh, what the hell is he? He's a big, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? No, he wrote a book back. He tried to run for office and got his ass kicked, so the world had to know how oh, upset he was. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Hillary Clinton about. loved the guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking oh, about. Oh, God, what the mm. hell is his name? <clears throat> Hillary Clinton loves him. Barack Obama thinks he's one. He's a, he's a commie pinko scumbag. Mm. Anyway, and by the way, <laughs> let me say this again. I said it on the morning show, and I'll say it again. I don't care. You want to march forward and make the country Marxist, that's up to you, but I'm still never going to admit that Karl Marx's hair doesn't look like shit. <laughs> He's a terrible hairstyle. A Why you want to follow somebody who's got a terrible hairstyle, I will never understand. Saul Oleski, that was the guy's name. Is it Oleski or Olinsky? Saul Olinsky. Oh, it's Olinsky, yeah. Yeah, Saul Olinsky, yeah. that's who I was talking about. Resist, resist, resist by any means necessary. He was one of those guys. Oh, right? I don't even get it, man. A guy, I came, came, wrapped my head around it. I don't understand it. Did you see uh, the big voices in North Minneapolis, what they had to say this morning? They said, you better city of Minneapolis, you better get your head out of well, your ass and get some the, cops in here. They're suing the city. Yeah, they are. They got it. They put a lawsuit together. You will put cops back in our oh, neighborhood. Oh, it's in the charter. They <laughs> have to. It, by law, the city has to employ 740-some cops. By law. Yeah, 743, yep. That's the, in the charter. The charter is like our constitution. Yes, it's law. Well, they don't have that right now. No, they don't. No, Not they're down to five-something. Yeah, five-something. Right so they, the people are suing the city. Good. They should sue the city. They, they should. should sue him personally. Class action lawsuit. All of them. Lisa Bender. They should sue the, the entire city council and the mayor. I agree. They should. You left people to die well, right in the now, streets. Right now, the mayor has zero power. Oh, they stripped yeah, him of done. all power. Yeah, he's done. The city council took everything away from him. He's so I am so proud of where I grew up and all the parents that stood up and said, bring the cops back here. You're exposing us well, to psychopaths. To. You know, it's so amazing. There's still people that are in denial that says, oh, this is the safest city in the world. I know. Like, what? Are you out of your mind? It's not even close. <laughs> I, dare, I would dare any of those naysayers that, that, that and I get city pride. No one knew city yeah, pride no, more than I, I did. I praised Minneapolis for 10 years. Yep. And, but, I dare any of the naysayers to say it's the safest place to walk from the city library. Okay. Oh, no, no. It was at 11th and, uh, and, and Nicollet. Yeah. Walk from the city library to HCMC any time of day or oh, night. Like, get no, by yourself, and, it, and you have to sit at two different bus stops for five minutes. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Yeah, it's not going to work. That's not going to work at all. Here's the problem we have. In my, this is my opinion. The problem we have. That the honkies out there that think they know everything about urban life and black people and and poor people. You don't know anything about poor people, black people, poor white people, brown people. Uh, You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. And you can spot them all in two seconds, too. Oh, God, yes. There's a... a, a White guy, maybe in his late twenties, that jogs every morning in South Minneapolis, and he carries a Black Lives Matters flag with him, just so he won't get jumped. So he won't get, <laughs> don't get the piss beat out of him. But that's 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 the that's what's happening right now. Did you hear what Goodyear did? I did not. Goodyear, you know the tire company. Yeah, I just bought some Goodyear shoes. Uh oh, you might have to take them back. <laughs> They have banned MAGA hats in Goodyear stores, but they will allow Black Lives Matter. Of course they will. Of course. Once you kiss a little more ass, no there, one seriously. cares about those big companies' no, opinions. No, they though. don't. They couldn't care less. It's like listening to a Hollywood elite's opinion, like Eva oh, Longoria. Oh my God. Even uh, <laughs> yeah, Eva Longoria. She's a piece of work, isn't she? 
Oh, she's a piece of work. What'd what she a do nut job. Oh, she's... Like, oh. A good friend of mine owns Bessa and Eve, the restaurant and bars with her. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I've met her a couple of times. Nice in person. Is she, what, uh, is she about two feet tall? Oh, it's about 5'2". Is actually. she? God, yeah. I didn't think she was even that anywhere near that tall. Yeah. It's a very pretty woman. Uh, not in person. She's Oh, she's not? Looks like any, anybody else. But <laughs> well, it's not a looks bad look. Everything, no, they're not. But We got a call from Officer Dave. Forget it. We don't take calls from policemen. <laughs> You're out of the mix. You're banned. You're banned. I figured you wouldn't. I figured, I figured, I figured you wouldn't. You, wouldn't. <laughs> you know what's amazing about this? And, and I'm not trying to invite trouble, but I am very vocal about my love for the police, and I have been my whole life, including the last several years. Nobody ever talks to me about that. They don't come me up to neither. me and go, how can you support the police? Nobody does that. They don't ever come up to me and talk to me about it. No, me neither. I wonder why that is. It's our wrestling bitch faces. It's our wrestling bitch It is the wrestling. Face. That's what Brian Zepp says. Well, it's because of your wrestling bitch face. Because <laughs> they know you're right. You have to have cops. You have to have cops. You got to have cops. I am telling you, Officer yeah. Dave, I am so proud of my former neighbors in North Minneapolis that they said, get your head out of your ass and get some cops back in here. Well, there's. Um, they were. I love that. That's awesome. That yep. is so cool. Especially a place like North Minneapolis. Yep. That's had its stripes and everything else, and that they're standing up saying, you know what? You guys are boneheads. Let's run this place right. Yeah, they have sense where South Minneapolis is still saying we don't want any cops. Well, well. <laughs> and they're all white. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah they're all white one. people. It's hilarious. Yep. Well, so, what's no, going on with you, no, Officer no, Dave? Well, you were ta- oh, you were talking about the Goodyear thing. It's even funnier than that. Then uh, Trump put out a tweet about don't buy Goodyear tires. It's time to. Well, his, his limousine, the super duper urban assault vehicle tank that he gets to ride around in, mm-hmm. you know, all presidents do, Goodyear tires on it. No, of course it does. Mm. Why wouldn't it? It'll probably have Mitchell's on it by tomorrow. Yeah, be Mitchell's by tomorrow. <laughs> That's probably true. There you go. I don't Rich understand. Jones, let's go. Yeah. I just don't understand. Look, I, you know, a KQRS, I'm not going to put a sign up going, uh, you can't wear a MAGA hat, but you can wear whatever you want. To, this, that. Why? Can I just do what I do for, you know, in my life? And I'm coming to buy your tires. Can I just do whatever I want? Because it's none of your damn business, actually. You're very, you're very correct there. I don't but, get yeah, it. The whole thing is, the whole thing is just a big joke. It's, you can't. You can't have a you can't have a sticker or anything that says Blue Lives Matter. I actually saw the slide oh. in the uh, PowerPoint, and it can't have a sign that says Blue Lives Matter. You can't wear MAGA stuff. You can't uh, say All Lives Matter. It's just the most ridiculous thing in the world. You know what it is, but you can say Black Lives it's, Matter. It's, yeah. it's pure bullying. It's a it bullying. You're We're in right. a bullying society. You get bullied no matter yeah. what your opinion is. You're bullied. That's true. Very hard to argue. You're right. Yep. Don't and you have someone that. to harass? <laughs> I, I'm doing it right now. Hey, hey, give <laughs> some of these that. idiots some tickets, man. People are driving like crazy out there. Oh, my God. I love I, my I can't life. get them to speed through my city. God, no, I've seen not. people going 100 miles an hour the last couple of days. Ridiculous. Oh, God. They showed yeah. video that guy got rear-ended. The guy's doing 100 miles an hour on Washington Avenue, oh. rear-ended another guy. 
That car blew up like there was no 169s is so oh. scary. 169 up by uh, up north? Even right here. You're, really? Yeah, that's scary. Oh, I didn't know that. I took 169 all the way down to Jordan yesterday, and I, I was just blown away the speeds Did people were you go were to going. this candy store? No, I went to Sport Wheels. You liar. You went to the candy store. You went no, to the candy I store. Didn't. I didn't. Liar. I did not. Lies. I swear I didn't. I didn't even know that was there until Nancy told me recently. Because I always go to Sport Wheels. I've never been the there. I've never been to that It's the largest store. motorcycle salvage yard in the United States. Really? Yeah, in Jordan, Minnesota. And they're the nicest cool. people in the world. That's not all bad. Now nope. we're talking. All right. Yep. Don't you have to go rough somebody up? Tom. <laughs> Tom. Don't beat the crap out of somebody. Tom. Thank you for your service, Officer Dave. We love you, pal. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks Take for calling. Take it easy, guys. Alex, See, Andy, Nick, be good, guys. You too. Try my All best. Right. Uh, but I, I really, it's true. We've only got about 20 seconds left in this hour. But I, I wave am, at every cop I see. I am very proud of my North Minneapolis people when they stood up and said, you are 100% <laughs> wrong. You don't know what you're talking about, which I've been saying on GayQ now for how well, many years? It's hurting. The, it's going to hurt the minority neighborhoods the most. No question. 100%. They're, no doubt about they're it. They're already, oh, it makes me so mad. They're already suffering from crime. I know. You're, you're going to take the only protection they have away. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> We'll take a break. Be right back next hour. Kristen Burt. Well, I love Kristen Burt. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with the family.